Welcome to Champ We Are United podcast, episode number eight, and happy to say that this evening, joining me in the studio are Matt Richards. Good evening, Matt. Hiya. Hiya. And we also have Riddles. Hello, everyone. You all right? And go. Good evening, everyone, unless you're listening during the day. And tonight... We are going to be looking once again, we did this a few weeks ago, but we're looking once again at Melchester Rovers, talking all things Roy Race, etc. And really, really happy to be joined by Matt tonight. Um, we sort of came across each other by way of the 40 years of Melchester Rovers Facebook group on, um, on the internet and also through Twitter in which um, Matt has a, a Melchester uh, logo yeah. as a standal on there, um, which also, you know, obviously got us together. And I thought it'd be great just to, to meet up with a fellow fan, clearly, and just kind of chat away about the memories, how all that came about, and of course talk about favourite games and, and players and, and football comics, really, in general. And so, Matt... Mm. How did it all begin? When did you start reading Roy of the Rovers? Yeah, so I think it so it's, it started way back in the mid seventies. My is my nan, my my grandmother. She would buy me comics on a on a weekly basis, and um, and I definitely came across Roy of the Rovers first with Tiger. Um, but it would have been it would have I'm thinking back it probably would have been 76 so still early 76 so it would have been just before the launch of the Royal Rovers comic itself so yeah it was it was through through my nan and you know thinking back she she probably got me three or four comics a week you know the likes of maybe Victor um Tiger and probably Shoot you know those those kind of things and um yeah I mean Tiger but then Roy the Rovers were the one was the one that really kind of stuck with me really, but it's still sticking with me today. Um, so yeah, that that was it was my nan to blame or to thank to thank definitely to thank yeah. Yeah, it's really a, a heyday, wasn't it, of, of British comics then in the seventies? Yeah, it'd be fascinating. I know you had Barry Tomlinson on, didn't you, a few weeks back? Yeah. It'd be fascinating to actually see the circulation figures around that time. It'd be really interesting. I'm sure he's had them at some point. And to see, you know, how many Tiger were doing and then Roy the Rovers and, well, all of them, really, um, because, you know, any any kind of kid or boy around my vintage, you know, I'm sure they were lapping them up on a weekly basis. I certainly was, you know, and you just, sure. it becomes your world. It yeah. does, and such a different time because, of course, pre-internet, very much so, you know, we had, we actually, in 1976, I, I tell kids this now and say, you know, growing up, there were three television channels because we didn't have Channel 4 until later on. And so, you know, you couldn't, we didn't have video recorders even, you know, at that stage. You couldn't record a programme you had, you had missed or you were out for a night or whatever. And so comic books, as a result, I think, were, as you say, became your world. And, you know, they were much, much bigger than... than yeah. And, and I think even more, you know, when I think back to those times, you know, you would have had Match of the Day was on, clearly, um, and the big match and its different formats around the country, around the UK. But it was very much geared to adults, wasn't it, really? 
you know and this this was kind of it's, it's talking to you in your language to a child i think that made the difference as well so that your level um which i think is important you know because you had the you had the pictures in it you had the sign plays and you had the team spreads and stuff like that but also it was the stories the narrative was very much aimed at well kids you know so that kind of hooked you in it brought you in didn't you because you you read them back now and they're quite simple storylines obviously but that's exactly what you want yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, very much so in, in a very different age so what were some of your favorite characters in those early editions? yeah i think i think it, it, it's very much the early days so you know um, definitely well, obviously roy and it's funny how you know all the kind of the side characters become real people as well, don't they? So Roy and all, the, all his teammates, um, uh, definitely the hard man. So Johnny Dexter um, and Victor Boscovich, you know, and so that was one of my favourites. Um, and, and again, some of the peripheral characters that I was thinking back, you know, it's like Kevin Taylor. I think he, he played up front um, for Danefield United. You know, and he was one of, it was always, always kind of always looking out for what he was up to each week you know he played for England you know but he's definitely one of those characters where you kind of you know perhaps they could have made a bit of a backstory or you know brought that to life who knows you know I'm sure those discussions were made but yeah so the hard man Tommy's troubles it's it's funny I think I think um it was last year during lockdown or first lockdown I think I dug out a load of the comics and I went back over Tommy's troubles for a couple of years and it's virtually it's just the same story I just repeated on the on an 18 month basis but you know get a new ground lose that ground um but that that was that was a good one um i think sorry to interrupt there Matt. Sorry, I think keep it's going, yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting that um uh, tommy's troubles came to an end uh, if, if you remember and whether it was um the replacement story wasn't well received or the fact that so many people maybe wrote in and said look you know we want That's tommy's right. troubles back it came back i believe you're absolutely right. I can't remember yeah, the, the yeah. timing scale, um, but yeah, you, you, it did. Waller and Swate, they're, you know, the kind of maybe the middle class kids. So maybe there's that kind of angle as well. You know, maybe you came from broken family. I don't know what the backstory was, but you can easily read in. When I look back at it now, you know, yeah. the age I am, that, that could well be, you know, and they're struggling for money, weren't they? Trying to get kits together and you know so it's, it's quite an interesting one Tommy's Trolls but yeah I was always always read that one yeah um, yeah yeah Save His Hand in Soccer was another one um, and you mentioned uh, Gordon Stewart's son I absolutely loved Goalkeeper really loved brilliant. it yeah. yeah I mean even that very first episode where um, Gordon Stewart died um, in the first episode of Goalkeeper yeah. I found that quite moving because of the fact that I'd followed Safest Hands yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's interesting when you think back of of they, there's quite a bit of death involved, wasn't there in in, yeah. in 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 the comic overall, really, throughout its history. The obvious stuff, obviously, the Bazran stuff, um, the helicopter incident. You know, there was there was they didn't shirk away from death at all. No. Um, and which which obviously was a good thing, really. Clearly, you know, it helps you into in, brings you into real life. But yeah, it's. 
yeah, it would have been interesting, I think, being a fly on the wall of those kind of production meetings where they're deciding how are we going to bring them back or how are we going to kill them off, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, again, it's when I read, read them back, and I do read them back from time to time, it's you, you try to, you can't help but look at it with an adult lens, really, can you? Yeah. Fascinating. Thinking about some of the signings, Mel Chase have made yeah. as well later on. Oh gosh, yeah, I know. What did what did you make of the the Kemp brothers and? But M1 I mean, because yeah, what is it? This is it. I think it's. I think yeah. I mean, again, you can't be disparaging because you know different people come to it, the the comic at different times. And, you know, reading up on reading on the Facebook group and listening to podcasts, you know, different people have their kind of golden era, era don't they? And it's very personal to them, so I wouldn't want to kind of cast aspersions. But yeah, the rot <laughs> set in. I think when um, I think when Jeffrey Boycott became chairman, I mean that was like a where did that come? I mean you can you can kind of see it. I mean absolutely, you know, because Barry Tomlinson was clearly friendly with Jeffrey Boycott. You know, he was very in, in, involved with like Tiger and stuff like that. Um, so you can see how it happened. But yeah, I mean it came to its pinnacle. Yeah, in '85, obviously with with Martin Kemp and Steve Norman, and I mean, I, by then I'm 16, you know, so I'm I'm I think my nan's probably still buying it for me, you know, as well as smash hits, um, <laughs> and um, but I'm still flicking through, no doubt, and I'm still probably only reading. Um, well, Tommy's Troubles is still going on. They're still probably try, still trying to find a ground, but um, but yeah, definitely reading, you know, Roy the Rovers. And then when you see that, it's kind of like, oh, you know, maybe it's time. <laughs> maybe it's time I'll have a word with my nan. So, nan, can you start getting me the enemy or something like that? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's some interesting. Yeah. And then it's like Emily Hughes and Bob Wilson. You yes. know, just strange one. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting, though, because, you know, when I think back to, um, I know you might ask about my one of some of my favourite storylines, but, you know, there were, there were current players that, that joined the stories in there like Trevor Francis and Malcolm McDonald back in 78 when um, yeah. Roy was um, the caretaker manager of England for a while you know those you know Trevor Francis you know he wasn't yet worth a million quid no. you know Malcolm McDonald was you know first team player for Arsenal after being a superstar at Newcastle so they were they were involved but then kind of fast forward six years and then you've got Bob Wilson who's been retired for like 12 years and he's and he's presenting um, football focus and you've got Emily Hughes who's was he still at Wolves then I don't know you know but you kind of say it's it's yeah. interesting choices and yeah. I wonder how um, yeah I wonder how close they were to um, the readership then I suppose when they chose those people whether it's just kind of handy to have I don't know but yeah it, it was interesting point, yeah. I think regarding what you said about the Kemp brothers and the Rots set you know the Rot starting then all i can say to that is true <laughs> very, very good, that was very good. yeah but <laughs> that's my that's my one joke a week there you go <laughs> i mean it's interesting why they chose martin kemp and um steve norman you know why you know i mean i think tony hadley's had a couple of splits from the group hasn't he so you know maybe, yeah. maybe that's what maybe that's what started it maybe that's why spandau ballet you know of um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, split up because he, he didn't get a, the Melchester gig. I don't know. Very possible. Um, yeah. Um, have you um, have you had a look at the reboot, the uh, the recent um, in graphic yes. novel format and also in a novel in a novel format without pictures? Yeah, I have. I have, 
what I've, what I've realized is, and yeah, I think, so first one I got, the, the first one was it scouted, the first novel. Hmm. And I, I must admit, when I got it as soon as it came out, and I kind of struggled with it a bit. Um, but then I went back to it and I got the, the, the next gra- the graphic novel as well. And it kind of, it made more sense. Yeah. And I really like it. I really do. I, I guess, you know, and but I, I got the first season. I haven't bought the second season yet. Uh, you know, and I know I'm moving into the third season. Just really, because I just, I was going through them so quickly. And I was kind of really enjoying it. And I was kind of like trying to um, hold back on, you know, the demand I wanted to, to read it thinking well, I'm going to get to the end I'm going to be sitting around for six months waiting for another story to come up so I like it I, you know I like the, the obvious nods to the past the great you know I like the new angles on it um so I think they've done a really good job you, you know you, you, you can't just be nostalgic about what's happening in the past and even when you think back to you know the Royal of the Rovers you know when it moved to like Today Paper and Match of the Day magazine it was all slightly different anyway yeah yeah so um I think, I mean, again, it'd be interesting to know how well it's, it's going. You, you know, as, as Royal the Road is being really dear to me, I want it to be successful. You know, I want the brand to stay out there as, as long yeah. as it possibly can. Um, I mean, if you think about it now, it's, it's, it's really unique now, isn't it? I mean, you know, considering yeah. the comic, I mean, it, it's out there on its own now compared to the 80s and 70s and the 80s. It's, it's definitely ploughing at a lone furrow now, you could say, couldn't you? In, yeah, definitely. And they're going on the angle of helping, you know, getting kids into reading as well. They're using that angle, which I think is a good one to kind of leverage with maybe schools and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely may. I've, I've got kids, um, they're all girls, and they haven't shown any interest yet in my Roy the Rovers collection, which does worry me because I think when I'm dead and gone, you know, that <laughs> skip will be um, ordered pretty soon. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting if you had boys, maybe they might be more interested in the kind of like father and son, because that's what they say that that Tiger did so well and Roy, the, and Roy Race kept going because they're intergenerational, starting in the 50s and then sons introducing it to their, sorry, dads introducing it to their sons, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe the reboot, there will, there will be elements of that happening as well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I did find a strange decision, I think, in the season two books, uh, that the hardback graphic novels, uh, they then went to being paperback graphic novels. And I found that a strange decision, really. Um, Yeah, it looked a bit weird on the shelf. Uh, That's just my OCD talking, really. But (laughs) yeah, I wonder, like like you said, how successful they've been and maybe you know reduce costs yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it i mean i hope not but yeah it's no doubt it's definitely cheaper to do it paperback isn't it so um, yeah yeah but i mean i yeah i I like it and i'm sure even if it crashed and there's another reboot i'd still fork out for another one i guess going forward (laughs) um it's just our loyal i think it's probably our loyalty isn't it definitely it's it's interesting definitely having the the old characters there as well you know even though it's not a direct connection you still you believe Johnny Dexter would have been a coach Kevin Mouse could have been the manager you know that kind of makes sense yeah I mean obviously you mentioned that the connection between Farrell's encouraging their sons probably to read it from the 1950s onwards and I think one of the strengths of the reboot so far has been the very touching relationship between Roy and his father Absolutely. Um, and also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just the whole 
race, if you like, family dynamic, I think, with his, his sister, you know, and, and I think that's been really well developed. Yeah, that's, that's it's almost taken it, I mean, I don't know what the original Roy of the Rovers was aimed at, but if it was, say, the age group 8 to 11, this one feels, you know, it's older, you know, oh, you're talking 12 yeah. to 15, you know, that kind of age range. Um, and it's, and it's, it's, it's great. The kind of lens it's, it's putting on society from that angle, you know, it's taking it up a notch, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, really good. Yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I mean, I know, um, as a, as a school teacher, I quite often get a class maybe just to do a, a bit of reading for the first five, five, 10 minutes of a lesson, just, you know, kind of settle, <laughs> to be honest. But in, in recent times, I, you know, I just take in a, a variety of books and magazines or match of the day or whatever. But I, I thought, well, why not take in uh, the rebooted Roy of the Rovers in both the graphic novels and the, the novels. And, and they have proved to be very popular. Um, as you say, with, with more that age range of ah, okay. between 12 and, and 14, 15. Yeah, but they have they have been enjoying them and so sort of, oh you know asking them as oh wait, oh, is there another one and, and when does the next one come out and yeah so that's that's encouraging. I suppose I suppose that's brilliant. I suppose the, the question, I don't know the answer to it, is is like the price point, isn't it? It's like would would a would a fourteen year old fork out, you know, that much money for for a book? I don't know. And I generally don't know. I don't know enough about graphic yeah. novels and the popularity is you know, yeah. paying seven P in nineteen seventy six is you know, paying nine ninety nine today. I don't know for a graphic novel. What's you know, where where you know, and this is a generalisation, so I apologise for this. But you know, so much is is available free, isn't it, online? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like the um, the rebellion. You know, the books, the you know, the compilation stuff they they do. I think they do that really well as well. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Go. Um, I don't know if Riddus had another question. Did you have another one before I asked mine, Riddus? Um, you, well, yeah, I was going to uh, wonder, do you read any other football titles? Have you ever read any other football comic books? Um, not, I, I have. So, you know, going back to my nan, I guess she would, she would kind of maybe test me with different different publications. I can, yeah. I can remember, um, yeah, obviously there was Tiger, which wasn't purely football, I know, but, you know, we carried on reading Tiger. Um, and obviously the likes of Billy Dane in there. Um, love that. And um, the, the, in the Scor Scorcher Annuals, I can remember buying quite a few of the Scorcher Annuals around that sort of time. So you get, that's where you get the hot shot Hamish um, coming in. Yeah. Fantastic storyline. And it's funny because I, I probably, when he joined Recovery Mouse, I probably, or Mighty Mouse, I, I probably kind of, I was, I was moving away from, from the comic then. So my my you know, thoughts on on Mighty Mouse is very much when he was on his own. But um, do you remember Scoop? I remember getting yeah. Scoop. Yeah. yeah, I used to get um. There was a Scoop annual as well. Yeah, and I used to get the Scoop annual, and I think that's where I first came across John Stark, match winner for hire. Yeah, so John Stark. Yeah. That, that's the only place I know John Stark from Scoop because I never got okay. full, full picture monthly. And yeah. I, I was, um, again, my, my name probably didn't buy me that, so I didn't. I was, um, but yeah. So, but it's 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 really just Roy the Rover. I mean, in Match magazine, but no, no kind of comic strip um, stuff. Okay. It was just Roy the Rovers, really. Yeah. So, did did you follow Roy the Rovers through to the Match of the Day 
No, I, I kind of. It was. It was, it was around about. Yeah, the um, Spandau Ballet debacle, um, <laughs> and um, I, I'd stopped buying it. And even before then, when you like, when when the logo changed to that kind of like bubbly, kind of more yeah. cartoonish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even then, I can I can remember, um, you know, getting the the comic out and think, oh my god, it's just changed. It's like a kids, it's like a kids comic. And bearing in mind, I was probably 15 now anyway so it probably was you know so it's not really aimed at me um but yeah it was it was, it was around about then and and the, even like the you know the, the baz ran you know the the terrorist bombing um i'd stopped by then but i can remember seeing it in the news agents um around and i think and i think i picked up a copy just well, i don't even know if i did actually yeah i think i must have done i must have done but um, but yeah, I I kind of stopped by then. So even now, like when I've gone back over the years, because I I kept a lot, but I didn't have all the copies. I kind of I've only bought up to eighty five. Oh, That's kind of my my last year. I've got a, a couple of smatterings of eighty six, but right. I really kind of tailed off. Yes, yeah, really kind of stopped then. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And do you read? You know, any other sort of comic areas like Marvel or DC? Or... No, no. Funny enough, no. It's like, it's, like, it's funny when you when you talk to friends um, who and you mention comics, instantly they think it's going to be Marvel, DC, or stuff like, or 2000 AD. Yeah. And you go Roy the Rovers, and it's like they go a bit more glazed over. Um, but I, I never really kind of. I've got friends that are into, you know, those type of comics, but I I, I couldn't and I, and I enjoy the films, but no, it's just never really. Um, I never crossed over, I think, for, for the um, comic genre into those areas. No, no, no. no Strange. I don't know why. It's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. weird. I don't know yeah. why. Hmm. Go. Yeah, I, um, I've got a couple of questions. Um, do you, um, apart from the comics that you have collected, do you have any Melchester memorabilia um, at all in your collection? It might be a short answer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, I've got, I've got, yeah, so I've got the I've got the I've got like the first first Roy the Rovers with um with with the poster pull out um I've, and I've got a few I've got actually I've got about three or four copies of it actually because um, <laughs> when I see it online I just I just can't help myself to buy them so I've got that and and some of the I've got about six of the second one as well with the rosette um yeah. one's got one's got Leeds United on it one's got Liverpool and the other one's blank. Um, so I've, I've, I've got a few of those. Um, I think I've, I've got I've, I've got I've got a shirt. I've got a shirt here. I'll, I'll show you. It doesn't really work very well on the podcast, but I've got. Um, uh, it's the oh, look at that! I've, I've, I've got the classic shirt. I, should, I could have ironed it beforehand, but clearly you should tell <laughs> I didn't. Um, that's the um, Toffs shirt from I don't know. I probably got that about twenty years ago, something yeah. like that. Um, and I guess I guess yeah. I, I guess my 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 best piece piece of memorabilia that's memorabilia is that picture from david skew you know so he, he did that um which is on my, my twitter profile yeah and i posted it on the facebook group you know i mean i i remember i found him on facebook a few years ago and then i found his website and i never got around to it because i was kind of like reticent to do so but then i sent him a message on his web page you know saying i've oh, Hello, can you do my picture, please? You know that kind of thing. 
um, I'm a Rover the Rovers fan. And then, then he, for ages, he didn't reply back, but then he did. He got into spam filters and I got this email back from David Skew. I was like, oh my God, you know, this is like a hero of mine. Yeah. And um, yeah, eventually, and this is last year, we corresponded over a period of about five or six months. And eventually he, 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 did, he did the um, picture because he was, he was relocating, he's relocating from Spain during lockdown. Okay. Um, so I was trying not to be a, a pain and annoy him by kind of like, Where's, you know, can you please do my picture really, please? <laughs> um, so I probably only sent him like four chase, chaser emails when I probably wanted to send one every single week. Um, but yeah, he, he did it for me. So that's just amazing. You know, I'm really pleased to have that. And it makes me look about five stone lighter as well. So <laughs> I probably should have paid him a bit more for it, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got, I mean, he's my favourite artist, you know, because of that time, that period, you know, so that's, that's what, you know, that's what I really wanted, really. You know, to me, that's, that's, that's my peak period. Voice, you know. And if, if you ever, do you ever wheel a shot out and about? No, the place that bought me there. I, ha I have done, but not for a while. I mean, it's a bit tight. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a bit tight. I could, I, I was, I was going to put it on today, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yes, yeah, so I have worked occasionally. But no, no. If you're going to ask me, has anybody actually said, "Oh, no, just no, nobody has." Right. Uh, yeah. I, I suppose it needs to be a certain, a certain generation, certain vintage of. Um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's no sponsor there's no sponsorship on there is there like gold or anything uh, like that no. it was pre it was pre uh, that I mean, yeah yeah i was gonna say if it, if it was a replica shirt with that on then you might have got some people saying ah, actually hang on i recognize that um but it's it's kind of a generic um yeah shirt, yeah i mean they never had a badge did they they never no. even had a badge no. um no. i know the new ones no. got a badge but that's interesting is it so um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Riddles, of course, with his uh, Riverton shirt from uh, Real United. Yeah. And oh, is that what it's from? Right, okay. Some people recognise that, don't they? A couple? Yeah, yeah. When I was out in, a, I was in Liverpool, um, some guy came over to me and hesitantly tapped me on the shoulder. <laughs> and I had, I had Hedgehog, one of the characters, on the back of the shirt. And he went, Hedgehog, Hedgehog Jones, round the corner. And yeah, yeah, but it, but again, that was the that was the only time. And I've had a few. I'm sure people have looked and sort of squinted because it's got a very recognisable logo on the front, CTS, which was their sponsor throughout their entire you know comic right. book run. And it, it would be very recognisable had you read those those comic books. And I've had a few, few people sort of squinting and looking, but not daring to say and come up and go, oh yeah, I used to read that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this one guy in. Um, in a bar in Liverpool, and we had a chat for half an hour. I think we talked about it on another podcast, but we were talking about them like they were, they, they were a real team. You know, they yeah. were, we were talk about the players, and it's you just talk in real terms. Oh, do you remember that time when they won the UEFA Cup and they <laughs> hit the post, and then Kevin Nicholas finished? And it's lovely. It's really nice to be honest. It's it takes you back to a simpler times. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, this, yeah. that's that's the beauty of the. Um, the uh, Facebook group, you know, I know that the, I think there was a Facebook group previously. I can't remember how long ago it was, but there wasn't a lot of interaction on there. But at least there's a bit of interaction on this, you know, this Facebook, you know, the 40 years after, um, you know, and that's I think that's that's what you know. It's just it's when I, when I found it, it's just like people like-minded people really yeah. that you can kind of get away from the humdrum of of you know normal life and just hark back to um, Warrior Race and you know. 
or what happened in his career. It's, 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 it's good fun, yeah. You think yeah. as well, you, you mentioned during lockdown, of course, you know, the situation we've all been in in the past year, and you were digging out some of your old yeah. comments. You think, do you think that's something quite a few people might have been doing? Yeah. You know, getting the attic and reminiscing and... Well, yeah, I mean, let's face it, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, people would have been clearing out sheds and garages and lofts and all sorts, yeah. wouldn't they? And then they're kind of, you can't help yourself, can you? You find a couple and then you kind of flick through and, yeah, definitely. It would be interesting to know, actually. I'm sure that, you know, people of um, you know, eBay sales or certain things have kind of gone up as well in, in the last year as well, no doubt. You know, I've definitely bought more in the last year. Um, yes. yeah. Uh, so um yeah it's it's yeah you're right i'm sure it has and and different things as well like you know this you know i know we're on the podcast now but i'm definitely listening to a lot more podcasts as well which means you know you you get deeper into different other interests as well yeah. you know um so yeah lockdown has affected us in, in many different ways and what we've been doing it's interesting and i think you're absolutely right the podcast and also you know when the idea for this one came about couple of months ago really I think and and of course I, I did a wee bit of research and, and looked for is there a, a Roy of the Rovers podcast or a Mel yeah. or or any of these things and there just wasn't you know and it's quite surprised I mean I know it it does get mentions on other mm. football themed shows of course it does. Yeah. Expect, but but not not one dedicated to to football comics and you know it gets you thinking of course there must have been so many people, as, as you said, about the, the circulation numbers in the 70s with Tiger as well. So many people must have read these and are, are maybe hundreds of thousands, 50s, whatever, yeah. now, you know, have the memories. Yeah, you know, you've got a bit more time in your hands where it depends where you are in your life, I suppose, but you, you tend to, you know, a bit more maybe disposable cash as well. Definitely, then I've definitely got more money now than I did when I was eight. Um, <laughs> but it, but it's yeah, <laughs> just about anyway. Um, but um, yeah, so you know, you can so as a hobby, yeah, you you kind of yeah, I'm sure it's done by a lot more people. Yeah, yeah in these definitely. current times, definitely. Yeah, have you mentioned circulation uh, there again? And I know Matt earlier on, you sort of touched on this, but. Why do you personally think that Roy the Rovers was such a success? Um, yeah. You know, compared to perhaps, uh, you know, a title like Champ, um, which, yeah. you know, we, we, we all follow on the site. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. And I, I, I to be honest, I, I hadn't even heard of it. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's what's fascinating that, you know, these pockets of people, you know, that are, are fascinated by certain things that just hook you in, don't they? I think with the Rovers, I think it's, yeah. I think it's a few things really. It's never one or two things, is there? But there's clearly a strong foundation there, wasn't there, with the background from the 50s in, in Tiger. Um, a strong storyline, obviously, you know, successful team. Funny things happen to them, you know, they win the league virtually every other year or a cup and stuff like that. But then I think, you know, Barry Thompson, you know, he definitely had the foresight to, you know, kind of create this this paper on its own. And I think the time I started reading it properly, you know, that kind of kind of peak time. So it'd be interesting about, about circulation. But when you look at the Royal Rovers comics, you know, Roy, it's not just about the cutout being, you know, 
um, you know, next to Eric Morecambe, it's, he, he broke the fourth wall in those magazines, those comics, you know, very much he had the Roy Race talking, he had the phone in, he had Roy's message, and he's very opinionated, yeah. you know, when you, when you look back at those early comics, you know, he, you know, he clearly didn't have much thought for or regard for the FA because they hadn't chose Brian Clough to become England manager after Don Revy, you know, and, and, you know, he wasn't keen on one Greenwood. And then there's, you know, the focus quite rightly so, you know, on hooliganism, really opinionated, you know, and he's, he's, he gave his views and obviously we know it was, it was Barry Tomlinson or, you know, behind it, but that's why I kind of think that he, he was, he feels like more like a real person, you know, to, to a young impressionable, boys or girls at that age that it wasn't just a comic strip character who would who would do really well and obviously he didn't actually because following you know you know the early 80s the relegation he left obviously to Walford mm. um obviously got shot you know which was a bit of a downer as well but you know so bad things happened but it was I think it's breaking that full four I think that I think that was critical to it as well so I think strong foundations yeah. and really taking it further I think that's kind of that was different. I think to um, any other football comic at the time. No, yeah, you're spot on there. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, and you mentioned Roy being shot, and you know, it's quite incredible to think back the level of publicity which that generated at the time. I know Barry Thomas was, was talking about that the other week as well. And I know, of course, it, it famously was around the time of a certain American uh, Texas oil man being shot down on other uh, American soaps that are available. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well, you know, whether or not it was taken from um, that particular, particular well, There was quite a few shootings around that time, wasn't it? Because like Lennon yeah. was shot in AT and yeah. um, Ronald Reagan as well. But yeah, I'm sure, yeah. obviously, it was, um, yeah, it was JR. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> But to have the editor of a, a football comic on one of, one of I don't know if it's Parkinson or, or certainly one of these shows or Wogan perhaps and being asked about this, you know, who, who shot it's Roy Reese? And it's it's know, incredible. I mean, you, you know, you're saying talking to kids, you know, <laughs> say old kids nowadays, but you know, you talk about your, your kids at your school and you know about talking around the, the TV channels. If you kind of stood them as a comic character who's who's shot in the comic and it's mentioned on the news it's just like you, you can't comprehend that can you, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing but that's that's part of barry's um you know i mean i've read his books and they're, they're a great read but you, you can see at heart he's a, he's a pr marketing man isn't he really i mean he, he kind of yeah, yeah. stole and borrowed and you know but he would have kept it alive i guess you know in the media and the wider world you know the, the the name and the brand, and we were being hooked in by the stories and what Roy's telling us about Roy Greenwood or Ron Greenwood, sorry, and um, you know Trevor Francis should be playing up front for England. That we were getting hooked in by that, so it's really clever, really. I mean, I don't know if it's by more by luck than judgment, but you know it's superb success. You know, and I know obviously it went down later on, but you know that that wasn't anything to do. I don't think with the actual comic itself. That's just about people's tastes changing. Yeah, I, think, I think so. And another part of the appeal, perhaps, that there were the, the variety of characters, you know, you had, obviously, yeah. English internationalists, you had Scottish internationalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, and also the very fact that, 
Melchester is, you know, is famously known. We never, we never pinned down where it was in the country, and, and some people like to imagine it maybe around the London area, or the southeast, and others had it in the Midlands and others yeah, in Scotland never, almost. And yeah, you know, so I, I never thought of it as London because it, you know, London's got so many clubs. So and it was clearly it was like a two club town. So to me, it probably felt another. To me, I, I guess because they played in red, then you kind of think towards and it was at an M. I mean, my mind I was thinking Manchester. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I never, it was, it was another stroke of genius that you can't pinpoint it down, you know, that some of these little Liverpool fans wouldn't stop, stop buying it because they thought it was like Manchester United, you know, it, it wasn't like that at all. Um, so you're right, that was, that was really, really clever. I had, well, I, just uh, talking about the position of teams, just going off on a tangent, um, I, uh, I was drawn into the story in Champagne United back in the day when I was about 10 or 11, and I, I sent a picture in and uh, um, I wrote a letter. And I, I, I don't, did, did they state, uh, Rab, where the mill was? Because at the time I don't remember. And I wrote in my letter, hello, uh, my name my name's Brett. I am 11 years old and I'll be passing by the mill. Uh, I'd love to pop in. I mean, come on. That's brilliant. That's <laughs> it, brilliant. It's uh, a funny little story, but yeah, um, it, it, it makes it, it makes the, the reader have its own imagination. If, if the reader wants it to be in London or yeah. Manchester or Birmingham or even Scotland, you know, that's yeah. it, like you said, a, a stroke of genius. Yeah, it, it leaves that vacuum, doesn't it? Where you, your your imagination fills it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good, really clever. Yeah, yeah, very much so. As, as Riddle said earlier, you know, you, I'm sure not only ourselves, but other people as well, you, you would end up talking about these characters and players and competitions as if they were real. And and it becomes, well, Melchester, well, remember that time they won the FA Cup against Walford and, <laughs> yeah. So that, that carries an appeal as well. Definitely, definitely. And it's interesting, isn't it, that nowadays, and, and this is a point that we, we've brought up before, but you walk into WH Smith's, you know, probably one of the main, one of the main agents, if not the only one now, <laughs> and you see Commando. Yeah. Comics still That's right. for, for every month, you know, and... There's obviously still this readership out there for, for a title which has been going since 1961. And it's always struck me as odd, I suppose. I mean, I, I can understand why people want to read war comics, mm. but the, the, there is a market there for those, but yet not for any football title. Yeah, it's interesting. Like Maybe, I don't know. It's, yeah, because I, I, yeah, again, I can remember getting those those um comics myself the commando and battle yeah. picture library was it battle picture library yeah, battle, yeah. um and they were great you know really good long reads you know in-depth stuff um i don't know maybe it's it's, it's just the subject matter just to, i mean it'd be interesting to know the demographic of the lead of, of the readership of those those um mags you know are they people that start, started buying them when they were that age or are they kids i don't know it'd be yeah. fascinating but yeah, I mean, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's brilliant. They're still going. Yeah, all right. That's, that's, that's pretty incredible. But, but also, yeah. uh, you know, we, we were talking earlier about 
better times, simpler times, which Roy of the Rovers was mostly published in, and mm. the changes in football have clearly been enormous. You know, not, not only with, with wow. Sky money, yeah. but just in the last couple of weeks with, with the Furore over the mm. Europe proposed European Super League. And mm. it's such a contrast, isn't it? You know, the, the, the storylines of Roy of the Rovers to, to what we see now. Well, I think, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I posted actually on on the Facebook page when it, when it, when it was announced. I, I think I just put you know because immediately you know it's one of those things you think of it. What would Roy have said about this? You know, because you know when you think about him as being a really strongly principled, values based person, yeah. you know, um, throughout his career, you know, he'd often break out of a storyline and just talk directly to you as a as a reader to yeah. say you shouldn't do this, you should, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it probably would have been a full page spread or something around there about the, the game and it's yeah it's changed incredibly and yeah that would um, I don't think Roy I don't think Roy would be um asking Sam Barlow to um to join up for the European Super League. I'm not too sure if um he yeah. would go against his principles, yeah. Yeah yeah. No a player who was never booked in his career either was he? No, no actually yeah, yeah I can't yeah. No I can't remember ever. ever. No, I mean, I think he had, a, you know, he did lose his temper, didn't he? He wasn't like yeah. mild mannered. He did lose his temper oh. every now and again. Yeah, yeah. But not, not so much on the pitch. No, yeah. no, definitely not. No. I know, I know. Goal. Um, one of his favourite storylines was Roy's move to Walford. You want to say something about that goal? Yeah, I absolutely love that storyline because uh, you know it, it came as as such a complete change. You know. Yeah. You wondered whether he would stay there. I mean, I was young. I didn't know it would resolve itself. Um, but, yeah, in playing in blue, and yeah. um, they didn't really touch on too many of the Walford players. But what were, what were, were you still reading at that point? Yeah. Or... Was this around 83? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it was before Bazran, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was about 82, 83. And, yeah. and it just seemed to happen... I mean, he was falling out with the owners quite a bit because, you know, he got tapped up, I think, initially by Bazarin about yeah. 77. Then he got tapped up again in about 79. And, yeah, he was always kind of threatening to walk out or, you know, not happy with the the ownership. And then, yeah, thinking back to it, yeah, it was, it was, it was a massive shock, probably more shocking than him being shot, to be honest, yeah. leaving yeah. Melchester Rovers to go to Walford. And yeah, it's quite clever. How didn't didn't they end up? Um, damn, my memory's quite sketchy. But didn't Melchester uh, playing Wolford in in the FA Cup? Yeah, FA Cup final, yeah. Yeah, in the FA Cup final, and they beaten them. But it's almost like it was a relief when he came back, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But a really clever storyline. Really clever storyline. When you yeah, think about yeah, it. definitely. Yeah, gave it a boost at a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think uh, Reynolds. You know, I know you have a, an interest in football video games as well, in particular Pez. Um, yeah. Do you think, Riddles, that the the po- huge popularity of FIFA, both FIFA and Pez, over the last probably 20 years, has that had an effect on football comic titles as well, do you think? Yeah, I, I just think football's, well, you know, we've sort of touched on this before, but football's really accessible now. I mean, yeah. my little boy who's six, we've got the Sky Channels, 
we've got he's got his FIFA video game. Yeah. On his on it, he's got an iPad, and he can go and play it as a football, uh, like educational game. I mean, it's it's really accessible now. Whereas I, the only football I saw was if, you know, I went to the match with my dad. Yeah. That was it, you know. And the, and the football seems to be on late night on the telly, and there was one game a week. So and I think you sort of yeah. grabbed whatever you could get when you were a kid, couldn't you? You just grabbed yeah, whatever that you could get. And, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's every channel and so so many different options out there. And you think, I mean, the Sabutio was around. Mm-hmm. That was probably that was probably the one for me. But you know, I ended up just collecting it to be honest, because my bro, I, I've got a brother who's two years younger than me, but he wasn't interested in football, so I had no one to play with. So I'd end up buying all these teams. And I had the Melchester team at one point. I had the stadiums, I had a couple of floodlights. I'd probably spend like an hour setting it up flick the ball a couple of times and then put it away again you know and um you know so that that Sibutio, you know not, um and then striker was another game as well yeah. i can remember getting a, a board game called wembley i can remember how can you have a football game which is like a board game you know it's just like 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 a like a monopoly type thing so you're absolutely right it's nowadays it's i i, I suppose yeah computer games have, have made an impact but i think lots of other things have made impacts as well just bits by bit by bit and um, yeah 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 there was that that phrase i heard and someone almost i think someone said on the telly there's almost too much football these days and i was like steady on (laughs) you can't have too much football but i mean it is back in the 80s wasn't there and uh wasn't it a whole winter or or a whole season when there was no football on tv at all yeah i think it was was it about the 85 it yeah. was, I remember, I think West, yeah. West, West Ham were top, weren't they? I think Frank yes. McAvenny was there and Tony Cotty. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. If, if yeah. A good few weeks, it wasn't yeah. on at yeah. all. It wasn't a whole season, you're right. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it yeah. was a good while, though. Yeah, no, def- it think definitely. It definitely was. Christmas. I think it, yeah, yeah I think you're it absolutely right. Christmas. Um, yeah. And I think West Ham and Man United made blistering starts to that season. They did. And they Ron did. Atkinson was bemoaning the fact that the football that he, was sort of creating at Man United. It was never seen apart from the guys who went to the game. Yeah. And just when the uh. TV cameras came back, they tailed off a little bit. So his big <laughs> yeah. period of Man United is lost. Seems, is lost. That, it wasn't even recorded. There was no cameras even there. So it's not no. even like it's recorded. Or you can dig it out. They, they just didn't go to the ground. So. That's an, an amazing fact when you think about it, that there's no recording of it at all. No. no yeah. Incredible. You know, you mentioned Subutio there as well, which was hugely yeah. popular around our, our time, but it's interesting to see that has been re-released. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, this is it. This is it. This, this, there's enough people of our age, I guess, that kind of, you know, will spend the time, you know, invest the time to see if there's a market out there and see if they can make it work, can't they? And you have to admire that. I mean, whether it is or not, I don't know, but um, it's it's great to see brands still out there and people are still buying it. You know, even on 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 that Facebook site again, you know, people will kind of talk about the BTO sets they've got and yeah. and um, offer them up for sale and stuff like that. You know, so it's whether it's just it's just the nostalgia as a market. I don't know yeah. um, because you know, going back to you saying readers, you know. It's, it's, and what I was saying, it's it's harder to set up Subutio and the playability isn't as great, let's, let's, let's face it, as, as other kind of, you know, FIFA or anything like that. It's a million miles away from it. So, yeah. but yes, it's still there. The brand is still there, yeah. you know. 
Is Striker the one where you, you press the head down? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Striker and then Super Striker. Did you have Did you yeah. have that? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah well, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I've had I mean, that before Subutio, actually. I, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think I might have had Subutio first, and then I thought, well, this Striker is really good. You can actually yeah. kick the ball without flicking yeah. it. It's much more realistic. And you had the... the the diving goalkeeper. Do you remember the diving goalkeeper right. as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, what, you know what, actually, I, I was um, back at back at my, my home home base uh, recently, and I came. I was clearing out the attic in the garage, and I came across the board for striker, the actual pitch. Oh wow! In really good condition as well, and uh, none of the players, sadly, or anything like that. Will be tired. Yeah, will be tired. They're all going <laughs> But um, I, of course, I jumped onto um, a certain auction site to see, <laughs> to see if it, thinking, oh, there's people looking for that. But we said, oh, I'm a bit disappointed that um, it wasn't, you know, you might, might get 20 quid for it, I think. Yeah. But, uh, no more than that. I think I've seen them on there for about 20 quid. Yeah, yeah. I have been tempted a couple of times, but again, it just stay in the box, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. They clutter yes. up the garage. When do you stop? When do you stop? You well, know, <laughs> when do you? That's a great. A, yeah, if my wife was here, she'd be saying the same thing. Um, <laughs> we've just moved house, so I've got a bigger garage now, which is which is dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lockdown and garages together are not. A, yeah, it's a bad combination. combination. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so hoping for no further lockdowns. So, for, yeah, for yeah, definitely, time. definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah, save some money. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as you said, just to kind of finish on really tonight round things off with another uh, mention of the, the Melchester website on Facebook, which I see is absolutely fantastic. Um, a lot of really good posts, a variety of posts, people talking about, you know, different aspects of, of the comic and Subutio and, and bits yeah. and pieces. And, and, and clearly there are, you know, good levels of engagement as well. There are. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I think the guy who's the admin is Ed Taylor. Um, you know, hats off to these people. And, you know, and also hats off to people that kind of have invested time to create websites before. And there's been websites before. And there's, um, there's another one, Seal Stalky Night. I mean, yeah. the, the information these guys have got is just mind-blowing, really. Um, and, um, yeah, so you kind of, yeah, I, I kind of dip in and kind of... Um, yeah, jump on the coattails of some of these people just to kind of get some information off of them and it kind of satiates my need for more more information and login stuff but yeah the the the, the facebook group is, is is really good really good fun um and i think it's got about two thousand two thousand followers or something like that yeah. Yeah. which is which is which is superb and i think david david skew is is a member of it as well yeah. um so that's great um, obviously, and then you've got Barry Tomlinson, who's, who's, you know, he's quite active on Twitter, isn't he, himself? And I've had a couple of exchanges with him on there. And it's just, you know, I remember talking to him about the strip, you know, the, the top I've got and saying how much I loved it. And he's going, well, yeah, I designed that. And it's like, wow. You know, just, <laughs> it's superb. Yeah, just having him there. And he, you, can t- you can tell, I mean, you guys had him on, you know, what a privilege that, that was. But, you know, you can tell he's, he's yeah. got a great passion for it. And he, and he wants yeah. to hear these stories from people as well. He loves it. You know, yeah. so that's, that's great to hear. Yes, yeah, very much so. So, yeah, I mean, do do check out the Facebook site. Absolutely, if you're listening to this, 
at some point, and you're a fan of, of all things Melchester, then 40 years of Melchester Rovers on Facebook. And, of course, if you get the chance, also check out www.champweareunited.proboards.com. And we're also on Twitter, on what Champ We Are United. And also give um, Rinner's YouTube site a look, where he is still running a season. How are Riverton getting on now, Rinner's? We're mid-table at the moment, but it's our first season in the Premier League. But um, yeah, we're doing okay. We've got uh, we've got Kevin Nicklish has been called up to the Scotland squad, and Good. Terry Evans has been called up to the Welsh squad. So we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Yeah. And it gets me away from the kids. So you know, <laughs> please to do it. Want to give the, uh, the the site address a plug if you can, if you if you've got it there. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's um, www riverton-unitedfc.blogspot.com and, um, yeah. yeah it's like a it's a blog and it's like a diary of, of almost a rebooted riverton united yeah it's good great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. yeah so many many thanks for joining us tonight matt it has been an absolute pleasure to... it's been a pleasure for thank me matt yeah, yeah great to meet you matt thank you um, absolute joy as always to talk about Melchester Rovers and, and some of the memories that you've taken us through of, of your own tonight uh, it's great stuff, I mean it takes us all back as well, <laughs> of course and the chance to, to chat away about our, clearly our shared passion yeah. um, for that, that particular comic strip um, and hope to see you again yeah you know I'm, I'm sure we can find many other things to talk about. Um, just before we come on, it's worth saying that uh, football is a small world and um, but as a Millwall fan and, and myself as a Kilmarnock fan uh, from up in Scotland and our two teams clashed, not not at first team level but at supporters group level, uh, not, I don't mean clash, clash. Yeah, mean, careful, um... careful when you talk about <laughs> Millwall and clash, they'll be in the press tomorrow. <laughs> on, on the football pitch, on the football pitch, in what was a British Supporters Cup uh, around about 20 years ago, and it's, it's a very fond memory. It was a very, very good natured match, um, <laughs> which Kilmarnock just managed to prevail 1 0. But we all went back uh, to the pub afterwards. It was a really good evening uh, between the two sets of fans. But it's it's incredible again, not only the you know, that shared interest in the Rovers, but football is a small world. It really is, yeah. You know, and, and it's a shared passion, you know, whichever country you're in, whichever language you're speaking almost, you know, it always brings people together, doesn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, what's just happened over the, you know, the ESL, it shows you the power that we fans actually have, don't we? So yes, that's, yes. That's always yeah, absolutely. Well said. Yeah. So, many thanks once again. We, we do hope you enjoy listening to this one. Um, on all the usual podcast providers and we will be catching up again soon next week it is Riddle's Reviews once again on Football, uh, football Picture Story Monthly I think Gull's going to go ground hopping next, uh, next week as well and also we're going to be talking a bit more maybe about football and video games all that is to come so we do hope you take care Stay safe, continue to stay safe out there, and we will catch up with you again soon. It's good night from me. Good night from me as well. I think Riddles has got. To-